everyone. Welcome to BBS Radio. You're listening to Meta Mondays with me, Adina. And today it's free reading day, as I promised. And we're at, I haven't really done any booking because I wasn't able to do free readings for so long and I felt bad. Before we start, I just want to say a little something. I kind of want to dedicate the show to someone who has started something called the Cardboard House, and it's spelled K-A-R-D-B-O-A-R-D House, and it's a catalyst for growth and healing for those living with a loved one's substance abuse disorder, and they provide guided exploration and discussions and strategies for people who need change and who struggle with the strength um, and the vulnerability that they have trying to accept and deal, you know, with the needs that they have trying to support those who have substance abuse. And um, although it doesn't say so here, it was created by someone who lost her son this year and um so if this is something that you feel you'd be interested in you could go to k-a-r-d-b-o-a-r-d house.com that's cardboardhouse.com and that's in memory of luke okay everyone so yep i'm going straight into the first reading we have because I'm serious. I want to get a lot of readings done and I want to go in depth. So the first one I'm doing is for E. Now E asked me, but I'm kind of like, she asked, what is C doing back in D's life? She also kind of wanted to know about T and J. (laughs) I know that sounds so funny. Um, By the way, I just want to say something about the initials. A lot of people hear me doing that. So I understand that you're giving me initials because you hear me doing it. Please don't, though. When I do the initials, I'm doing them because I'm trying to keep your anonymity. But for me, I want your first name. That's all. Okay, so here we go. So E, I read, first I read this situation just like this. I said, what is C doing back in D's life? And the answer I got was not as detailed as it would be if I went into C, J, and T. (laughs) Actually, it really tells the entire story. It does. It's a combination of both C and D. I want you to listen, their motives, actions, and outcomes, okay? So what I got is in the past, their relationship had really gone downhill because one of them had made a judgment call. They also felt that they needed to place certain boundaries there, but there was also the question or the unspoken feelings of issues or situations that were being hidden from the other that definitely influenced that that friendship was not working out. Right now, it appears that D is upset. Now, remember, this is C, okay? I wish, like, I wish I could say these names. Okay. Um, he had been upset over a relationship. Which one, which one he was upset by, just looking at him, I can't tell. I do know whoever it is that it had completely devastated him and C was just happy that she was able to be talking to him about it. You know, um, she felt that there was was a chance for him to be happy. I, I wasn't sure what that was about. So I asked for clarification and I got that he managed to free himself of the control he had given this person over his life. So... It's obviously not C, and it seems more to be J, right? Okay. So this part is C feeling that she's happy that D is speaking to her again. And for D, 
he has a few things on his mind that he obviously feels C is a good listener about and he does think she has good advice. Okay. So at the core of why she's back is is really the truth of why it ever why it ever happened in the first place. It's part fantasy, part charm, part the fact that Dee had hoped she could help him with career. Nothing has really changed. Um Apparently, he no longer feels that she can help him with career. I don't know why. I really don't. Um, they just enjoy talking. It's weird. I can't explain it to you, though. Um, he talks to Jay in a different way. They talk more music and more nostalgia. Um, T talks to him from heart to heart, I think. Um G- C is verbal in a way that he is. I don't know how, but I just know. So um, someone here, and I don't know where I'm seeing this, is heartbroken. And I'm going to say it's both C and because of her, J. I get that done. Oops, I said his name. Because of B and T and, of course, J. B because of right now, okay? I say all this because, of course, I looked at every single situation and J and D are a no-go. However, this is big. You have to listen, okay? Um, all right. As we get closer and closer to the situation, it gets clearer. There is definitely something legal about career. I really believe that. And it's about turning at least his, if not her, and I'm talking about Jay, life around. And yes, for a while, It looks wonderful, and then something seems to happen. As always, it seems to come up as I look that someone gets betrayed by the other. I decided to ask something that I hadn't asked when I looked. Why does it go wrong for J and D when I see something starting out so perfect in the reconnection? So I see that going into it, they or one of them is really not making a heart-centered choice or there is someone else already in the picture that they're not being honest about. I see a woman who is angry and she's hurt and she definitely doesn't feel as if she is what this man really wants. Obviously, I'm going to think that's Jay. Okay, the reason um, the reunion part of it, I think, is sweet and nice, as is the part where I see whatever that career development is. However, what I think happens in the end is that whatever illusion they were under and and feeling has really been, I don't want to say uncovered because it wasn't a secret. I think it was just that whatever they were thinking it was going to be, they just kind of know, no, it's not. It's not going to be. First, I do see that someone's heartbroken. And um, then I see that they feel there's just an obstacle where one of them or both of them don't really know how to start over again. T is really a practical person, believe it or not. And I get him thinking that he just wants to take care of business, get on with his life, and this isn't going to work, so I need to move on. You know, that's the way he thinks. Then I see all the same time. Oh, wait, wait, this is really funny. Um, This was where T comes back in. Jay kind of deals with it and moves on. All of a sudden, I ask him now, T, T and D are all over the place. 
when I look at them, their outcome, what happens all over, heartbreak, love, you name it. D is saying, oh, this is not happening. I'm, you know, done. I'm done with all of them. Um, And then I see, I guess it's both of them thinking, this is the one I want. Then they think, but we're, we're not getting along. We're not on the same page. Then the next thing I get is they feel that they have to stand up for their own points of view. And then the next thing I get is they want to forgive each other. Then the next thing I get is love. Hello. There you go. So this crazy reading, did I, I know no one gets this because I'm talking in riddles, but this is the deal. C is just there to talk to. J is going to be someone that is a reconnection and it will be something and then not. And T, T will be happy. Okay, E, love you. All right, guys, so that was my first reading. Now, let's see. I have another reading. Hmm. Oh, my God. Okay, I have a reading. This is a long email reading. I don't know if I should read the whole reading because it's pretty long, but I don't like to. I don't want to skip on it, though, you know, because somebody wrote it. Okay. Hello, here is my question. I've asked it before, but not in this depth. Hopefully this time it will be selected. Okay, maybe I won't read the whole thing, but um, I have been fretting over my job for a couple of years now. My worries only seem to be increasing. I'm concerned about whether an event will occur that would cause my position to suddenly vanish. I'm worried I could wake up tomorrow and not have a job. The boss... um, likes to live on the edge, is risky, and doesn't believe in contingencies or realistic plans. It's worked out well for him, but it puts enormous stress on his staff. One never knows what will happen around the corner. Second, I fret over staying or leaving. Perhaps I would be much better off doing something else. I do my job well, and I've served him well. However, I don't believe I'm well suited for it emotionally, psychologically, fulfillment-wise, or personality. To be honest, I like helping him succeed, but would this be my line of work if not for him? I don't think so. Perhaps I would enjoy the work more if he didn't make it such a torturous experience. It's like being a hamster on a wheel while being yelled at and having to redo your work three times because the boss enjoys tearing you down and rejecting everything first before finally accepting it. And she goes on and she goes on about other things like that. And she says, I would love to break out and do something for myself, especially if this current job is only going to bring me more of what it always has been, endless work and not enough money to live on and more empty promises. I fear I will never experience freedom, control of my own life or have enough resources to live comfortably if I stay. I'm so afraid it will be more of the same and I am wasting my life. However, one can't just leave a job because it makes you unhappy. Um, My biggest fear is that I will make things even worse for myself by stepping out on my own and attempting independence. Will I be punished for wasting time in a vain attempt to find out what makes me happy? Is it even worth finding myself? And I do know that I am cutting out big bulk of your reading C. I do know that. Um, and she really kind of puts it into perspective by giving me this message. I would be happy if any aspect of my situation could be read. I guess I'm not sure what kind of question would be acceptable. I know you give an angel career reading on your show and if that can be done, um, I guess I would rather, this should be, this is not a should I or shouldn't I question. This is rather a how would I feel if and would that work and I would be happy if you tackled any aspect of it. I absolutely did. So the first thing I want to say to see is 
I want you to just sit back and make believe that you're not the person who wrote this, okay? Or I want you to think that someone else came to you with this. What I got immediately was you telling me that you can't do anything else in a way that, you know, all you can do is be abused by your boss because you don't have a skill set, um, an education. You feel that you don't have the right to be happy and you're not even sure that it's worth finding out whether um, whether you actually say you don't even believe that it's worth finding out who you are and even worse than that, you feel that you might be punished if you find out. Those are deep-seated kind of feelings and we all have them and by no means am I putting you down for that. I have them too. I have them with success. Some people have them in one area, not the other area. Some people have them in all areas, but we have them. And the first thing I think that we need to do is think back. Who, where did you get those messages from? Are they only about career? Are they about something else? Who said them? That's what that's what has to happen first. Someone said them to you a long time ago, or you heard them, and it goes back. It does all to our mother, our father, siblings. That's where we learned it, and we have to realize that is not what we really feel anymore. Okay, so I also want to tell you that the reason I do what I do, this, I'm talking about the radio, not so much for my readings, but yes, the reason I do readings is because if we don't like where we're going, the energy, we can change that. I don't believe anything's written in stone. I really don't. I believe we do have contracts, yes, but I believe that we do decide minute to minute that yes I want something better no I don't want to stay stuck you know yes I believe we do that and as far as the radio show I did this for the exact reading so that we could say hi I don't know how to get out of this I don't know what to do I know that I want more, I just don't know how. So if there's something in metaphysics that can make you feel as if I can do this, I can make this happen, then that's what I want you to get out of it. Whatever change you can find, because frankly, I don't think there's anything that can give you a permanent change other than some kind of spirituality. Not re- not necessarily religion, but if it is religion, that's fine. So, okay. So, before I could even do a career look, I had to look at first what made you or what made you feel that way. I don't know. I immediately felt that you were very intelligent. I think that you are the type of person who's objective and that, you're someone that people would go to for advice. I think you have the same problem I and a lot of people do. You tend to put problems on top of problems. In other words, instead of thinking like, gee, I have a problem with this, you'll think, oh yeah, and I also had a problem with that, and then I had a problem with that in my life, and then I had a problem with that, And if that weren't bad enough, you'll say to yourself, oh, plus in the future, I'll probably not be able to do this until you're so like hyped up that you can't do anything. I think that's what happens. I do the same thing and I think a lot of people do. And I think that's a a trait of very sensitive people. 
So I do think that something happened to you, and I don't know how recent it was, but something did happen in the past that you felt you you got hurt by a situation or someone that affected you deeply. Now, this is what was weird about it. Some of it was good, but in terms of going forward, it wasn't good. So, and this is hard to explain because I don't want to assume. So what I'll say is this, it was good in an area, but maybe there were things that by maybe by not telling the truth by omission, maybe, as well as a situation not being as promising as expected, that that could have been where you were hurt. You don't really feel that you had a choice and you don't feel you can stand up for yourself. Um, I think you were, I think, and this is where it starts to get gray for me. I think it was hurt and wounded maybe personally and as well as perhaps some gossip. And I also feel that it was done by someone you considered to be doing it out of their own need and greed and not genuine heart-centered feelings. Would that be correct? I can't hear you. I know. So I'll just continue. I think you are a strong person. And I think though, even though you may not trust things for a while, you certainly are going to. And here's where I see it, I don't know, just turning around. I have no idea what you do for a career. And that's where it gets difficult. And that's where, you know, reading online and not on the phone is very, very difficult. I have a first name and that's about it. And so I'll tell you what what I got, okay? Um, oh yeah, I think that whatever I'm getting, there's something about travel or juggling two different things. Um, the juggling would make more sense to me given the things that I feel and I don't know why. When I, when I go clairvoyant, now I'll explain this in a second. I have all four of the Claire's. I'm clairaudient, clairsentient, clairvoyant, and claircognizant. Now, they don't all come at once unless I'm doing a mediumship reading. When I'm doing a mediumship reading, I get them all at once. But if I want to, let's say I want to go clairvoyant, that means see a situation, I will literally have to say, okay, I'm going clairvoyant now. And I close my eyes and then the scene comes to me. Okay. So I decided to go clairvoyant. I don't know why I do that. I, I don't know. So I saw you kneeling down with a water can and flowers. I, I'm not kidding. Then I looked up and I saw kids. Then don't laugh. I swear to God, I'm very clairaudient. And then I heard a petting zoo. It's not me. I swear. I swear. Um, so then I asked your angels to come in and they said that where you were blocked and they're not saying you're not supposed to do it. They're saying you are not allowing yourself to feel the artistic, creative and literary um, talent that you have because you don't feel that you will be. I, I think you don't feel you'll make a living and you don't feel that you'll be transitioned into making a living. And that's what I think they're saying. So I have no idea how to put, and I'm trying to get this out because I heard what they're saying, that you're artistic, that you're a writer. Um, they were saying that you are here to teach that. And yet, 
when I did this clairvoyantly and clairaudiently, I felt that you there was something earth earthy and and warm and loving and planting about you. Um, and so it was just so interesting. So here I I also felt that yes, that nature absolutely I don't know how, but it's going to play a part. So what I saw in the future was that you're going to get some kind of offer. I really don't know what kind it is. So I'm going to leave it at that, okay? The reason I'm saying it this way is because it may be a job. I think it will. But I also think it comes through to you as some kind of social gathering or through a network. And what I get you kind of thinking is, oh, no, I'm not going through this again, you know. And um, I think what has to happen is you not going there and saying, you know, yes, I open up and I let this happen. So that's what I'm trying to say. I don't want you to hurt yourself by thinking that's the way it's going to be all the time. I want you to open up and say, this can have a happy ending because this can. And I want it to. And I know that you are not supposed to have a horrible life at all. And I also want to say that I see you actually opening up and being able to trust your heart. And I actually see you, um, how do I say this? Living through your heart. In other words, hmm, I think probably in a relationship. And I think this is all connected. And I think you know what I mean. I hope you do. Okay, so that was for you, C. I hope I answered your question. I'm going to take a break. You're listening to BBS Radio, Meta Mondays, and where we have 24-7 music, correct? Yes, Doug. That's Doug, our engineer, and yes, we have the best alternative music. We'll be right back. See you soon. Welcome back to Meta Mondays with Adina. And we're going to go right back into our reading. By the way, um, if you've written me in the last two months, you're going to show up here one of these weeks until I start booking people again. Because I really do want to get everybody answered. And then I'll feel better. So, okay. Now, this one was from... It was a client of mine recommended someone write me. And this person is J, JC. And she said, I left a very abusive relationship over 22 years ago. I have two children from that relationship. My abuser carried on with life and married and has two children as well. My question is, is did his abusive behavior continue into the new relationship? Is the energy that surrounds him still the same to where he is abusive emotionally, financially, physically to his current family? I truly hope not, but I am curious as to how his wife family has endured to this point and hopefully help 
put some closure on my assumptions. That was an that was a good way to actually put it. Um, the way I think you said it. Um. Okay, if he is, I'm not seeing it. What I actually do see is that um, I think his wife is, for the most part, someone who's very grounded and she is kind of practical. I think they have a long history together. They feel that way. I do think, however, that something happened to them very recently. By the way, he is, um, for the most part, he has been good and he's been also very dependable. I think they have a child right now that is celebrating some kind of milestone. I don't know what it is, but I do know that it's something that they're not happy about in terms of the whole family. Um, I want to tell you that I think he got help because he says that he was lucky um, because he turned his life around, except that he did something recently that he feels bad about, and so does she. And um, so I think she forgives him, but it's not abuse, okay? It's not. It's something different. And um, so I was happy to see that. I did not get abuse. I was so, so happy about that because I looked at her as well. I won't just look at the person because I, I can't. That for me is not enough. I have to look at the other person. Then I have to ask the guides. I have to do like so many different things to make sure. And when I looked at her, I got she clearly loves him. She does, by the way, he told me and she told me that it was part of his depression. He does have depression and he did go to therapy. And I do think he's on medication. So that was part of it. And um, she does feel that right now he's not in a good emotional state. But for that, other than that, no, it's not bad, bad. Okay. Okay. I hope I could help you kind of put closure on that. And thank you for waiting. Okay. Um, here we go. And we're going to go in. By the way, everybody, I get so many readings, um, I mean, asking for email readings from mediumship. Mediumship is like what I live for. It's what I breathe for. But mediumship readings in an email and then answering them in email doesn't work. And I'll tell you why. Most people think that the medium is the one who goes and gets your loved one. It's not really like that. What happens is the medium moves away. I move back. You come here. Your loved one sees like a sign and it's like a light and like a light pulsing because there's a medium there. And through me, they see you. They don't want to come to me. They don't care about me. They care about you. So if I have you on the phone, that connection will is stronger for them to come in. I used to do email readings and mediumship, but after I started doing them on the phone, it was such a difference that I really want to do it over the phone. So if you want to have a mediumship reading, call in live at 888-627-6008. And if you just want a live reading, an angel reading, anything, call in at 888-627-6008. Or a private reading if you want, if you don't want it on air, if you want a private mediumship reading and you don't want it 
over the air, please go to askadina.com and I'll be happy to give you a mediumship reading. It's really one of the most beautiful things. I can't imagine, honestly, anything more beautiful in the universe, and I mean that, than a mediumship reading. In fact, I can't imagine doing anything else, anything that would be more amazing, fulfilling than a mediumship reading. It's like it's like the most beautiful love you could ever possibly feel. That's really the truth. Okay. All right. That's really the truth. Okay. Um, wow. That's true. Okay. So let me read another one. Um, hmm. Here we go. Let's see. Okay. Let's get this one. Oh, um, I'm in a relationship with this guy from the past two years. Everything was good. Suddenly we had a fight last month and we almost broke up. We got back together, but he said he won't marry me. He also said he broke up because his parents are looking for a girl for him to marry. This is another country. Okay. Um, we call it, oh gosh, I'm so sorry. Hold on. I want to read your question. However, I'm trying to find, okay, we call it, it's arranged. Okay. I agreed and we start to talk as we did before. But yesterday, he said his parents had chosen a girl for him. He hadn't seen her photo. I know I agreed when he said that he won't marry, but I'm really not feeling good about it all. I understand that. I am feeling very depressed. I know he loves me. I love him too. I know I should give up. That's what everyone says after such situations. But what do you see? She's asking me. Is there any hope that he will get back to me? Does he love me? I know it's not the end of the world, but I love him so much. And he did love me and cared for me so much. No one had cared for me as he did. Please reply. I am in so much trouble. And she gives me his name, which I will not, of course, repeat. She gives me her name, which, of course, I will not repeat. And now I am going to go and look and ask exactly what's going to happen and here we go let's see okay um let's see if i can find out if this will happen okay all right okay his name is s her name is m All right. Um, hmm. He's devastated right now. He really is. And he, um, he still cares about you. Um, he's someone that doesn't want to rock the boat, though. He doesn't um, like fighting. Um, he's also someone who knows that he has to do what is expected of him. What I'm going to do, though, is ask how he feels about the person that he is supposed to be arranged to marry. Okay, so let's go see how he's feeling about that right now. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um... Okay, he knows that that's his, that's his responsibility. He's clear about that. He feels that she is, uh, he feels she is smart. <laughs> that's really what I'm getting. She's smart that um, I believe they have talked to each other. He feels that it's a practical thing to do. He does not feel romance for her. He does not. That's the truth. He feels that he he's being made to do this. That's how he feels. 
now I have to ask if there's any way that he could possibly go back to you. Okay, let's see. This is going to be difficult given the situation. Okay, let me see. Is there a possibility that he can? And I'm going to ask the angels in a moment if psychically I can't see this. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay, let's go. Uh-huh. Okay. Okay. I feel so bad for him. He's crying. Um, he says he wants to do what he wants to do, and that is marry you. He feels so guilty because he... I don't know why guilty. I guess maybe because he's going against his family. No. Guilty because he knows he's going against his heart. And, hmm. I don't know how you can do that. I'm talking to him. I'm sorry. <laughs> um, he's, I wonder how. Um, he's saying that I'm not sure how he thinks he can do this. Can you hold on? I have to figure out how he can do this. Um, I'm going to ask the angels how or if they can help. Because this is a really sad kind of situation. Is it possible that S can be with M? Mm-hmm. Okay. Jeremiah is here and he is definitely saying that there is tremendous difficulty in the situation, but that it's a kind of mountain that you're climbing, but it doesn't say you can't get to the top. Um Okay, there is a lot of, oh, there is a lot of energy, yes, that is being blocked because of a situation. But I'm going to see um, if, if they can do this or not. Um, I think it's difficult. I want you to do something, M, and I tell people this all the time. When I need you to, and this is very hard, especially where you are, I want you to think of him and I want you to, as much as you can, send him the color pink. I need you to send him love, but not the kind of love that is... Um, like sad and holding on and saying, please come back. The reason I don't want you to do that is because, and this is very hard to accept, because the right thing will happen to him and the right thing will happen to you. Let me explain this. Most people think that if he ends up with this girl, I will lose. But that's not true. That just means this universe doesn't work like that. And I know it's hard to accept. But if it's not right for one person, it is not right for the other person. It means that there is someone there for you. Do you understand? So what I want you to do is send him love and happiness. Please put pink around him. Not only will he feel that he is able to do what he wants, 
So this will actually free him to not not only do what he wants, but it'll give him the love and the courage to do exactly what he wants. It will also free you. The second you do that, the second you start to put pink around things and you love someone and just send them love and let them be happy, I don't know how it works. But all of a sudden, you inside just feel like, I'm going to be okay. It's okay. It really is fine. I'm loved. And I'm going to be loved. And it's not like the universe does not work like I win, you lose. You win, I lose. It doesn't happen. It really doesn't. And it can be so ironic sometimes, the way things turn out. It can be kind of funny. Um, so what I want you to do, and I'm also looking at you now, I want to see what happens for you and how you feel in a little while, just so I can tell you. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. Okay, what I see happening for you, and I wish I could swear on something, but I can't because um, <laughs> there's nothing here and you wouldn't know if I was, but um, I see you feeling two different things. One, that the right outcome happened. Two, that it is romantic. Um, and here, this is where... It gets a little strange that at the same time I get you feeling as if there was a conversation and and I also get you feeling that you're not you're not thrilled about it but I got it being romantic but I and I also get you thinking that you're very strong and you can deal with this so I think you're already on your way to knowing what's going to happen. And I think I know what's going to happen. I think you're going to be okay. I think he's probably going to talk to you. I think he's going to tell you exactly how he feels, that he's dying and he loves you. And I don't know what he's going to say or how or what he's going to be able to do and not able to do, but you're going to know it. That's what I think. And you're going to find a way to either deal with it or work something out. That's what I believe. So that's how I see that happening. And I hope it works out, honey. There are so many, so many questions I have today. And I'm hoping, I yes, I do, I have time for another one. So let's see. Okay. Okay. Here we go. My name is B. Um, my husband's name is J. My mother-in-law is also J. It has been many years that I am wronged against by my mother-in-law. I and my husband do love each other, but this lady has always kept us separate. We are aging, and I want to know when will my husband truly understand the truth of my mother-in-law and me getting justice. Of course, I will use only initials. She asked me, so I'm answering her. Of course, I will. Okay. Okay, so let's see. I guess I'm going to go look at Jay and ask Jay hmm, when he will know. I can't ask when. Okay. So let's see what Jay thinks about his mother and you. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. I'm asking him. Okay. Hmm. All right. Um, Jay loves his mommy. I clearly get that. I clearly see that Jay loves you very, very much. Hmm. J 
Jay wants a happy little family. And he also feels like he does not want to give anything up to make the family happier. In other words, he doesn't want to have a conversation about it. He's not looking forward to having a conversation about it. Um, he doesn't want to have to sacrifice anything for it. Um, I do get that right now he might be thinking about something that either happened or if there's he's something's on his mind about it. Did you bring it up? I don't know. But he's thinking something. But I don't see it up ahead. So I don't really think you should continue with this line of questioning because I really don't think that he's going to do much about it. I really don't. He's kind of hoping everything just works out well. And what I see from him is that he's very torn, very torn about what he feels. And his love is so genuine for you. It, it just doesn't, it, it doesn't really seem as if it would matter. I, I hope, I think. Okay, B, I hope that you can take that and just be happy. So, everyone, um, that that's my reading for today, all of my readings for today. Not really. I have about 50 more. Next week, I am going to do more readings until I start to book everybody, and then we'll be busy again. And you can still send in readings. And remember, if you want a live reading or a mediumship, please call me at 888-627-6008 or go to askadina at gmail.com or askadina.com. I love you very much, and I'll see you next week. Bye-bye. <laughs>